All right. So this is considered this just a little like pop-up message for you today. Uh, I am speaking on letting fear stop you from building a business. And this is a message that has been on my heart for a little while, but I've honestly been waiting for the right time to record this, the right time where the words come, where God has given me the words to share with you, but also the right time when my kids aren't around and I can really think clearly, because I think this is an important message for you ladies who are running a business that you're running a business and you're trying to honor God with it, but you keep finding yourself stuck and frozen in fear. And first of all, I want to talk about what type of fear is not from the Lord when it comes to running your business. And I want to help you understand how to identify it, replace it with truth and not let it steal, steal the joy in your business, not let it steal your purpose in your business and not let it steal your future in this business, whatever business you're operating. All right. And so this episode of living on mission is all about not letting fear win in your business. All right. So here we go. First of all, this idea came from, I was reading, I read through the Bible. Um, this is like my third or fourth year to read through the Bible. And recently I was in the passage about God calling Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. And when I was reading this passage, I always kind of laugh, I always laugh a little bit that, that Moses to me seems so silly, but when I really stop and think about it, I've been Moses so many times when God calls me to do something. But if you don't know the story in, in Exodus, um, I'm sorry, in Genesis, God is telling Moses, he's calling Moses to come out. Now it's in Exodus. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Um, he's calling Moses to lead the people out of Egypt. He appears to him in a burning bush, which you know, scares the, scares the wits out of Moses. And God just keeps telling him, hey, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you to lead my people, to set them free. You're going to go talk to Pharaoh and I'm going to harden his heart. But then eventually I'm going to, I'm going to let my people go. And I'm going to, I want you to lead them out. And Moses literally stands there and argues with God. He's like, no, God, like who, who am I going to tell him is sending me? And God says, tell him I am sending you. I am, I am. Tell them that I'm the one that's sending you. And then Moses continues to argue. He's like, but God, I mean, surely there's somebody else. And God goes through all these series of miracles and showing him, you know, proving his power and his might. And, and yet Yet Moses still is afraid. He's still afraid of this calling that God has placed on his life. And he says, God, can't you send someone else? And God says, finally, okay, well, what about your brother, Aaron? Like, what about your brother, Aaron? He can do the talking. You can do the leading. And, and for Moses's fearful little heart, um, that was enough for him. That was enough. So, you know, the rest of the story, they go and they talk to Pharaoh. There's a series of plagues. And then eventually God sets his people free. Um, and he continues. He just continues to perform miracle after miracle, providing for his people, protecting his people, making a way for his people where there seems to be no way. And uh, that, that passage really had me thinking about how many women, even myself, question our callings. We question, you know, we, we have these wonderful, these beautiful business opportunities that come into our lap and we get so excited about it. And we feel like God is telling us to do this. And we start, we start, we make the post where we announce our business. We invite our friends and our family. And then as soon as we hit a little tiny obstacle, we say, oh no, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And if you know me, 
if you're on my team, if you've ever heard me speak about business and faith, one of my biggest pet peeves is that I hear Christian women say, God called me to this, but whenever we get afraid or we get outside of our comfort zone and we have to really rely on the Lord a little bit more than we did before, we start to say, well, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I don't have time. Maybe God is telling me not to do this. And I call hogwash. I call hogwash. I, if you're not from the South, that means like bull, bull, right? That that's what that means. And I think, I think, I believe, I know, I know I say it all the time. Second only to motherhood, growing my business has grown my faith. It has caused me to face more fear that is not rooted in the Lord than anything ever before. And I know that these businesses that are at our doorsteps, that are in our laps, that are on our kitchen tables, I believe that they are good, that they can be used for good, and that God gives them to us to call us outside of our comfort zone, to do something good for ourselves, for our families, for our faith, for our finances. And anytime we step closer into what God is calling us to do, I believe 110% that Satan is going to be on the attack and he is going to be absolutely at your, in your head, um, just causing you to doubt and causing you to question this beautiful thing that God has given us. Ephesians 6, 12 says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And I believe that when Satan causes us to doubt, to stop us from stepping into our callings, that is spiritual warfare. And I see it happen all the time in the business world, especially the business world that I'm in, where most of most of the people that I work with or that I encounter or people who ask me for business advice are in the network marketing world, right? And that is a difference. Not that, not that it's better or anything like that, but when you are running your own business, when you're not having to go into an office every single day and show up even on days that you don't want to, or you're going to get fired, you know, I see, see women trying to build these businesses where they just choose to not show up because fear wins. And I am so sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of seeing Satan grab hold and claim the futures of you guys, of women who are trying to build your business, but you're letting fear stand in the way. And so it's really important. It's really important for me. This is going to be a two-part series. This is episode one. The second episode is going to be about a healthy fear, a God-given fear, wisdom um, that can run your business. But today is all about not letting fear steal steal your joy, steal your purpose, steal your future that you can have in running a good, good business. And so how do we know, like, how do we actually know if, if the fear that I'm feeling, how do we know if it's from God or if it's from the enemy? One, I absolutely believe that Satan wants to stop strong, ambitious women, confident women of God from, from getting outside their comfort zones and doing things that scare us. Because whenever we do things that scare us, when we get outside of our comfort zone, we must rely on the Lord. We must rely on the Lord to give us a spirit of power and of love and of sound mind. He specifically tells us, I have not given you a spirit of fear. I have not given you a spirit of fear. So if you are operating your business or not operating your business and fear, you're outside the will of God. You're outside the purpose and the intentions of your creator because he has not given you a spirit of fear. 
John 14, 27 says that peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. So if if you're feeling fear and it's causing you to not do something or not go in a certain direction and you have complete peace about that, that's okay. Peace is from God. You can actually fear uh, have God given fear and, and know that it's the right thing because you have peace about it. But if you are fearing comparison, if you're fearing doubt, if you're fearing, what if she says no, if you're fearing, what if I succeed and I have to grow and I have to learn a new skill and I have to get outside my comfort zone. Um, if you're feeling any type of fear that is not leading to productivity or to fruit, or it is, is causing you anxiety, that is not fear that's from the Lord. That is not fear that's from the Lord. And you do not, you do not want to stay stuck in that fear. Okay. A friend of mine, Kathy on Instagram recently shared a quote from Charles Spurgeon and it said half, what does it say? Sorry. Half our fears arise from neglect of the Bible. And I think about this passage about Moses and Aaron and how God actually did what he said. He led the Israelites out of Egypt at the hand of Moses, he used Moses. He allowed him to be the one to lead them out. But later on, when Moses was on that mountaintop, when he was up there face to face with God, receiving the Ten Commandments, worshiping him, fasting, spending time with him, you know what old Aaron was doing down at the bottom of the mountain? He was gathering gold that the Israelites had gotten from the Egypts, making calves and leading them in worship to false idols. Do you wonder? I wonder at that moment, did Moses think, man, I wish I had trusted God that he would enable me to do what he said he was giving me to do. And that I hadn't asked him to bring Aaron along. Hmm. I wonder, I can't say that for sure. I don't know. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe I'll get to ask Moses when we get to heaven. Maybe it probably won't even matter then when I get to heaven. But you know, I, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how often our fear causes us to take a different path or direction than God intended and how it rarely works out the way it probably would have been if we had just trusted God in the first place. Right. And so, you know, fear that causes us to stay stuck, to stay complacent, to stay stagnant, that causes us to quit when we have the full abilities through the Lord, through the Holy Spirit in us to do the work he has called us to do. That is not fear. That is from God. Isaiah 41, 13 says, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. And so that is the type of direction that God wants to give us. If we are, we're operating in a spirit of fear, we're basically saying, I don't believe your word, God. I don't trust you. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to stay here because it's comfortable. It's cozy. And it doesn't actually make me trust you. It doesn't actually make me look at this verse and say, you hold my right hand. You tell me not to fear. You tell me that you're the one who is going to help me. So if you called me to this business, if you called me to the work, then you're going to help me do the work regardless, regardless of what the outcome is, regardless of if I invite my sister and she says no, regardless of if I put a post on social media and I share my heart and somebody makes fun of me, regardless of if I recruit all these awesome women and then they quit and I have to find more, right? 
I am going to hold your hand. He says, I am going to guide you. That is a promise that we can believe. We can trust him with every single area of our life, including our business including the work that you're showing up to do every day, including the goals that you have, including your finances and your future for your family. We can trust God with that. We do not have to operate in a spirit of fear. All right. Um, Tim Tebow, I listen to a lot of podcasts, y'all. Tim Tebow said recently, he said that we must operate based on our convictions and not on our emotions. If you're not showing up to work your business because you're afraid, if you're not showing up every single day to do the work because you're letting fear guide you instead of letting the Holy Spirit guide you, then you are operating based on your emotions. So how do we how do we instead operate based on our convictions? What are our convictions rooted in? Our convictions are rooted in truth. What is truth? Who is God? God is the creator. God is the, the creator of you and the universe. God is the creator of your business, quite honestly. And, and he does not get things wrong. God, not only is he creator, but he created you. Why did he create you? I don't know. You got to figure that out with God. Pray and ask God, show me what my purpose is in this business. Show me how to do it in a way that honors you. Send my messages to the women that you want me to help. Help me write this caption. Give me the words for this post. Pray, 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 pray without ceasing. That is how you operate a business based on convictions and not on emotions. Another thing I'm encouraging you to do, if you feel fear constantly in your business, ask God to take you back and see where that fear is rooted in. Is it rooted in rejection where you rejected um, by a friend or a boyfriend or, you know, a, a business, a, a boss at some point you were rejected and told you weren't enough. That's not true. That's not true. We have to be stacking our fears up to what God's word says about us. And he says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. He says that he created you for good works that he created. He planned long, long ago. He says that he started a good work in you and he will carry it on to completion until the day that Christ returns. Okay. That is truth. That is what we can root our convictions in. That is what we can root our work in. That is what we can root our, our goals and our visions and what God has planned for us in our businesses. We can root it in the truth of God. And so if you are not if you are not kicking fear in the face with the word of God, it is time. It is time. It is time to throw fear out the window and invite God into your heart and your soul and your business and the work and let him, oh my gosh, watch him work. And I can tell you this because I've done it. I started in fear. I had no idea what I was doing as a new business owner. I was very coachable. I did the work, but oh my gosh, fear clouded my mind. What if I don't hit the goal? What is so-and-so going to think if I put this post out there? What, what if she joins my team and then she quits? What if, what if, what if, right? I was operating my business outside the will of God because he does not give us the spirit of fear. But when he, we claim, we claim for our own, we receive that spirit of power and of love and a sound mind, sister, it changes everything. It changes everything in your business and you get excited to show up and do the work and, and just trust God with the results. Just trust him with the results. And it is exciting. So I hope that encourages you today to really evaluate. Are you letting fear run your business or not run your business? However you choose to look at that. 
Are you willing to identify why am I afraid in the first place? God, show me why and help me to replace the fear with truth, with your truth. Are you willing to operate your business, not on emotion, but with the convictions that are rooted in the word of God? That is my challenge for you. I pray this is encouraging to you. I pray that it steps on your toes a little bit. I pray that it causes you to get outside your safe little bubble that you've been operating in and really dream big with the business God has given you. And I pray that you inspire other people to do the same things along the way. All right, that's it. Stay tuned for next week. Next week, I'm going to talk about how to operate your business with a spirit of fear that is from the Lord, rooted in wisdom, rooted in, hey, I want to follow you, God. I'm afraid not to follow where you're leading me. That's what we're going to talk about next week. If this encouraged you, as always, please save it. Please save this um, in your podcast, whether you're on Apple or Spotify, share it with a friend, share it with a business owner, save it for on those days where you have those fraudy feelings and you feel like you can't do this. Um, but please, please, please save and share and tag me on social media when you do. And honestly, please leave me a review. I would love to hear a review of what you think of the podcast that will help me uh, reach more people, help us just change the world for Jesus and help us all to live on mission. Have a good day.